It is Well Talk Monday, and I'm excited that you decided to tune in and meet me at the well, the well, the well. What am I going to talk about? And God again said, ask the people. The well, the well. I want to see y'all win. I want to see y'all well. God is going to use this platform and this space to address different things that our culture needs a fresh, godly answer about. The well, the well, the well. Hey everyone, welcome to Well Talk Monday. I hope that you guys have had an amazing weekend. I hope everyone um, enjoyed their Super Bowl weekend and just was with family and with friends. Um, I know I had an amazing weekend. And so, like I said, I pray that you guys did the same. Listen, I am so excited, so excited to jump into this new series. Um, We're going to jump right on in this morning. Um, This new series that we are starting for the month of February, and we're going to pray about it because I feel like it's going to go past February, (laughs) but um, this new series is called Trading Spaces. It's called Trading Spaces, and in this series, we are talking all things love, all things relationships, and we will have an added perspective in the conversation um, each week that will be coming from, drum roll please, a man. That's right. Not only are we going to have guests on the show, but every single guest that is a part of the conversation for this series will be a man. And so every episode, we're going to feature a guy who will give his perspective on that week's topic. And I think that's so important when we talk about relationships, um, because a lot of times we just see our point of view. And as women, we really do think we know it all. And we do know a lot. (laughs) However, if you want a healthy relationship, if you want a relationship that is well-rounded and that is just um, super insightful and, and really just um, a God-honoring relationship, it's super important that you also include the perspective um, of all parties involved. And so while these men who will be on the show cannot speak for all men, I think that they will give us a, a really good insight and perspective um, into just the way that a man thinks and the way that men perceive um, us and different things that we go through and different issues when it comes to relationships and not just issues, but relationships in general. So I pray um, that if nothing else, that this series helps us to understand a little more um, the mindset of a man when it comes to relationships and love, um, even friendships. And so I'm super excited about it. The guys that I have lined up, Um, are pretty fire and so I'm excited to jump right in so you get to hear the first conversation between me and this amazing guy a friend of mine named Omar and so a lot of you may know him Um, you'll be able to go and follow his Instagram page um, if you look at the different um, promos that we have on my page you'll be able to go back there and and get a little more information on him but he's an amazing amazing man of God and so we got to sit down and talk um the other day and so I'm excited to share our conversation with you just a little bit of it so I pray that you enjoy it and I hope that you enjoy our new series Trading Spaces 
What's up, Omar? How are you? I'm good. I'm good. How are you? I am doing well. It's another beautiful day in Mr. Rogers' neighborhood. Hey, Mr. Rogers, you wear the sweater? You got on his sweater? I, I 100% don't have on the sweater. I would get laughed. <laughs> Laughed out the group chat about putting that sweater on. Yeah, keep the sweater off. Keep the sweater off. Well, yeah. thank you so much for being down um, to have this conversation. You are um, an extra special guest today because you're actually the first guy on the show. And hey. <laughs> yes, and you're kicking off our new series um, entitled Trading Spaces. So we're excited to have you on here. Definitely glad to be a part. Yeah, you're making history. You're the first guy. So. You are making history, definitely. Um, so we're gonna jump right on in, and then at the end, I'll give you um like some time to just plug yourself and talk about anything you have going on, anything that you'd like to shout out about yourself. Cool. Okay, sounds like one. Bet. So I wanted to start this session um talking about um self love because I think that is super important in the terms in the context of a relationship. Um, I think it's important that we just kind of talk about ourself because we always think it's somebody else. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. We always think like someone else is the cause for our disappointment or our heartbreak. And so even I think we even think that other people are responsible for our happiness. And so um, I think it's vital that we just kick off this series and our thought process um, and dialogue just around relationships with self. You agree? Yeah, I definitely agree. I, I think it's impossible to love somebody else from a pure place when you haven't learned how to love yourself from a pure place. Um, so so I, I think out of our self-love, uh, that flows into our relationships and not just relationships um, from, from like a significant other, but how we treat you know, our spouse, how we treat children how we treat um, the people that we work with. And a lot of times, especially in the black community, we don't necessarily um, preach or enhance self-love or, or what does it mean to, to love yourself? Right. Um, and I think, uh, I think when you're in a relationship with somebody who has not master the art of self-love uh, you will run into some challenges most definitely most definitely so it's important i'm glad you said that so basically it's important that you be whole like it's important that before you jump into a relationship that you are whole and i think a lot of times we say that like maybe in church or just <laughs> like society period like okay get whole but a lot of times i don't even know that people really know what it means um, I think because wholeness is such a dope thing that if everybody could do it or if everybody knew what it meant, I think they would do it. So, like, what do you feel like? Uh, what's your definition of being whole? Well, for one, I think um, I think people need to have a a holistic idea of what wholeness is. Yeah. Um, I think sometimes we uh, I think sometimes people only get half of the picture of wholeness. Um, so, like, when I when I think about wholeness, I think about being perfected i think about yeah. being complete so yeah. let's uh i want to use a scripture really quickly yeah. so um there's a scripture where the apostle paul talks about him having a weakness and he yeah. says that god perfects his strength in our weakness right. now when you think about the word uh perfect or you think about perfect it doesn't mean that there it, it will be without flaw it just simply means that you will be complete right. so when i think about wholeness i think about okay uh, holistically i'm going to be complete right. but if i'm going to be complete i have to be complete in more than one area right. i think sometimes in relationships people feel like well because i've mastered 
uh, I've mastered self-esteem and I've mastered, you know, value. So I'm whole. But there's, you have to have a holistic approach to wholeness. Most you have to be complete in every area. It doesn't mean that you're going to be perfect in every area, but you have to be complete in every area. And I think when there's, when there's, when there's brokenness within yourself, when there's a lack of wholeness, um, that will affect your relationships. And I actually, I actually have a very graphic illustration to really drive that point home, how that brokenness will, can sometimes pop up in the worst way in a relationship. So this is a, it's, it's a graphic illustration. It's a sexual illustration, but it's going to okay. point to a greater revelation. Okay. Great. So let's say, you know, for prime example, when you look at the anatomy of a person, a human body, my ankle could be fine. My foot can be fine. My leg can be fine. My arms can be fine. But let's say I broke my finger. Once again, stay with me. This is going to be a little graphic, but it's going to point to a, a, a greater point. So let's say that I've broken my finger. Let's say I broke my middle finger and my index finger. Let's say I'm married and in the confines of my marriage while having relations, let's say my wife wants to hold my hand because that's a greater level of intimacy that she desires. But if my middle finger is broken, my index finger is broken, and I never dealt with the brokenness, I now cannot give her something that she desires because there's a part of me that's broken that I never dealt with. That's good. But my, my arm is fine. My legs are fine. My ankle is fine. My calves are fine. So in those areas, I'm complete, but there's still an area of brokenness that I refuse to deal with. I refuse to go to the hospital. I refuse to get a cast. I refuse yeah. to get medicine. So now in a relationship, an area where there's brokenness, it has popped up because I'm now unable to give my partner something that they desire because of brokenness that I did not deal with. That's so good. That is so good. Um, that makes perfect sense. Um, and that's exactly, I'm glad you kept saying and highlighting that it doesn't mean perfect. You know what I'm saying? Um, right. Like, I feel like for me, it means being complete as is. Like, mm-hmm. having no missing pieces in the perception of how I see myself and my reality. Yeah. So, like, even if things aren't perfect, like, those imperfections don't dictate how I see myself, how I see me. Um, but, and, and then to add to your point, like you said, when you get into a relationship and you've not dealt with those things that, you know, from past hurts, past relationships, from childhood, you are unable to, like, give your partner what he or she needs. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. That's so good. Um, and I know for a fact from a woman's point of view, like women glow better, they glow brighter when she realizes, when we realize like that a man or nobody else for that matter, um, determines our worth and our value except God. So I think that's super important. Yeah, you have to when I think when dealing with the relationship, you cannot expect your happiness to come from somebody else um uh, if you're depending on somebody else to make you happy um your happiness will will the glass will always be half empty right because right. people people are fickle emotions are fickle so if i'm um as as human beings sometimes we're just we're naturally inconsistent we have inconsistencies about our personality and our character so if we as human beings just in our regular human nature we display inconsistent um, inconsistency if you're depending on somebody to make you happy then your happiness will always be inconsistent because you're trying to pull from a well that's inconsistent right exactly exactly that's why on a practical level like especially 
I can speak for ladies, you can speak for men, like knowing how to, um, knowing what you like, knowing, you know, practical things that you can get with and you can do without somebody else. You know what I mean? Um, and not feeling, and I think, I think when we don't figure out how, how we, how to get whole, um, and we don't, we, we put like an unfair expectation on another person, um, because they, like, they weren't made to fill that void. You know what I mean? Um, they weren't made to complete you like i feel like in a relationship that person your partner should be like the cherry on top like they should just be the extra but you are the foundation and you know you bring the substance and they should just add to you not necessarily complete you correct um and you hit the um the nail right on the head when you said they're supposed to add to you i'm not looking for somebody to make me happy i'm looking for somebody who adds value to my already established happiness exactly um even when i i even i think when you look at the origin of man when you look at adam adam was created he was given assignment you know name the beast in the field name the fish in the sea um you know name this name that clothe this clothe that take care of this take care of that so he was already complete in himself doing his assignment and he was so focused right. on his assignment then that's when god was like okay it's not good for man to be alone let me give you a helpmate let me right. give you a helper um and eve added value to what he was already building so when i look at that model i said man it wasn't that he was looking for somebody to make him complete. He was already complete in himself, but he just added value. And she added companionship to his already established um, assignment. So I think in relationships, um, I think it's very important that people recognize, like, I'm not looking for you to make me. I'm looking for you to add value to what I'm already doing, to be a companion and, a, and to partner with me and what I've already established. And it has to go both ways. I think, um, you know, the, the woman has to be that for the man, but the man also has to be that for the woman. Hey, listen, whatever your plans are, whatever your desires, whatever your goals are, I want to add value to what you already have established and what you're already pursuing. Right. Most definitely. Most definitely. And, and that's, um, our next point, like just exactly why loving and knowing yourself is so beneficial to a relationship because it most definitely can take things higher. Like it can, if two powerhouses come together or two people who know each other and know themselves come together, like their purpose shifts to another dimension, like everything that they do, it just, it enhances it. So it's, that's definitely um, so good. So how can we like make hard experiences and relationships like from the past or just interactions be it with other people like in a romantic relationship maybe a friendship parent like relationship how can we make those experiences work for us because they all like play into you know what i mean um us yeah. whole in the process so how do you think yes um you have to extract lessons from your failures okay. Um, I, th- I, th- I think that's the only way that we grow and we evolve. When you look at, um, I'm reminded of, there's the, the Wright brothers. They are they are the brothers who um, first successfully, you know, took off with an airplane. I'm sure that they failed thousands of times right. before they finally got the, the plane off the ground in the air and had a successful trip. But when you experience failure, it's not to, to break you down or to frustrate you. It's to give you tools and it's to give you experiences. Hey, listen, this is what I did wrong before and I saw what the result was. So now I have to change my approach. It's not necessarily that I have to change the end result. I just have to change my approach to the end result. So if you're single and marriage is the goal and you've experienced failure, heartbreak um, in your relationships, you have to look at those relationships. You have to look at 
not just the patterns of the other person, but even the patterns in yourself. Because yes. I think sometimes even in relation, in any situation, you can always learn something. Even if it was the other person who treated you bad, right. even if they cheated, even if they were unfaithful, even if they did a lot of the heavy lifting as far as what was wrong, right. you still have to look at yourself and say, okay, even in a marriage, there are going to be times where I have disagreements uh, with, with, with my spouse. You wake up to the same person every single day right. for 30 to 40, 50 years, like you're going to have some, some opposition. Right. So I think even in bad relationships where we were treated wrong, we look at, well, you know, how was I when it came to forgiving? How was I when it came to expressing myself? So no matter what the outcome of the relationship was, we have to look at our habits. Right. We have to look at our patterns and say, okay, I tried it this way before and it didn't work. So let me learn from that and bring my failures. And I think it's okay to bring your failures to your new relationships because your failures essentially are your lessons. Exactly. So it's like, hey, based upon what I did not do correctly, the last go round, I'm going to make sure with you, my new partner, that I don't make that same mistake again. Exactly. And now we are able to benefit together moving forward from our failures and experiences and lessons in the past. Facts. So good. And that's like just having the mindset of um, what can I learn from this? What can I glean from this relationship? And even if like you are single, like you said, being able to look back on them and take out the, you know, the heartbreak and the hurt of it all. Like we understanding hurt but being able to say okay even past the hurt like you said what role did i play why did i allow it you know what i mean why did i stay yeah. wrong like what's what broke in me that allowed me to let you do whatever you did you know what i mean um i think exactly what you said is dead on like just being able to put on the mindset of what can i gain what lessons can i pull from this experience and how can i make it make me better as a woman as a person first and then um, beneficial to my relationship. So that's definitely dope. Um, so let's talk about, okay, we're whole now, right? We're independent. We are healthy, happy, all of that. How um, can women, like, exude that wholeness or self-love? And how do men perceive that? Like, we know we have, like, the independent black woman. You know what I mean? Um, and that doesn't always mean wholeness now, uh, being independent. <laughs> but... Um, how do men perceive our how our wholeness or like us loving ourselves? Like, how do men get that? Uh, I'm going to give you both sides of the of the coin. I'm going to okay, give good. you the immature man, and I'm going to give you I'm going to give you how the immature man perceives it, and then I'm going to give you how the mature man yes, perceives immature it. Man. Okay, so let's let's start with the immature man. Okay. Um, progr progression is always offensive to people who are stagnant. Yes. So. In my immaturity, mm -hmm. if I am not myself progressing, if I myself is not mastered self-love, if mm -hmm. I myself don't have things going on for me, if I see somebody who has it together, I'm intimidated right. by what they have. And then I'm also offended by it because, you know, I'm the man, I'm supposed to be the leader, but I'm now disappointed within my own self and my insecurities will start to spill into the relationship because if you have mastered the things that I have not yet mastered, I can't lead you. So now I'm, now I'm following you. And because I wasn't created to follow you, now I can't verbally express that. And I don't know why I'm angry. I don't know why I'm upset. I don't know why. But in all reality, it's simply because you're progressing and I'm being stagnant. So now I can't 
fully embrace who you are because I have not fully embraced who I am. That's how the immature man perceives it. Um, For the mature man, we look at that as uh, we look at that as a plus. We look at that as a help. We're like, okay, this is not going to be a headache. You know exactly where you're going. And I also know exactly where I'm going. So Um, it's like a challenge to level up. Yes, yeah. absolutely. It's yeah. it, it's it's inspiring me to level up. Like, oh, she yeah. she got her stuff together. Let me tighten up. Let me let me reexamine what I have going on in my life to make sure that I'm not bringing her down, right. but that I'm meeting her at her level, and then together we're we're leveling up together. Yeah. That's how the mature man looks at it. But I okay. think it sometimes it might take certain experiences. Um, to get a man to get to that place. Me personally, I would love that, yeah. especially because of uh, the brokenness that I've experienced in yeah. past relationships. That is 100% a bonus yeah. um, because you have to, you got to think, uh, and this is something uh, your pastor, my best friend, Vernon Gordon, said this to me one time yeah, when I was sharing something with him. <laughs> Vernon said, You can't date for where you are, you have to date for where you're going. Yes. Yes. So if I see somebody and it's like, okay, I know the direction that my life is going. I know that by dating somebody who is whole, who has mastered the art of self-love, I see how that enhances the trajectory in my life if we come together and do this together. Mm. So good. So good. Yes. Um, So let's touch on the opposite then. Not being Mm -hmm. whole, right? So not loving yourself. How does that, let's talk about how that does not work for the person who is in the relationship. Like, and I'll unpack it a little bit um, from my perspective. Like when you are not whole, when you are, when you haven't done that work of extracting the lessons, right? And not loving yourself, it really isn't good for the person who is good for you. And it's not good for the person who is not good for you. And I'll explain. So the person who is good for you, he will never be able to fulfill your needs, like ever, because you right. are not, you're not whole. You don't even know what you want for real. You know what I mean? You're Because you're operating out of a broken place. And so even the guy who God maybe has sent for you, you're not even going to be able to like fully embrace him, accept him because of those like broken pieces. And then the guy who is not for you or who is bad for you, he's just going to like, totally take advantage like totally take advantage so it's like at the end of the day um let's talk about the opposite of that like how does that show up in relationships what are some short giveaways to a man like that a man that a woman is not whole um or that she doesn't like hold herself to a certain thing how does that show up uh how does that show up i i think that's a really loaded question so i'm trying to see how i want to unpack this that can show up in a variety of ways mm-hmm. um it can show up in communication yes. um it can show up in lack of follow-through uh because if you're going somewhere and i'm not going somewhere i may not have the same sense of urgency that you have when it comes to pursuing purpose when it comes to pursuing passion um, so my, my follow through may lack my me paying attention to detail um, may lack. Um, and, and what end up happening is 
and those kind of relationships, I call those treadmill relationships mm. because there's a there's a lot of movement, but you're not going anywhere. So, and uh, I think you have to take a step back. And you have to evaluate, like, okay, like beyond, because some people would think that they're happy because they're going on a lot of dates, they're right. taking trips together, we're taking pictures together. Our pictures is doing numbers on Instagram. Right. That's, that's treadmill. That's right. a, that's a lot of movement. But where are we progressing where are mentally? We going? Yes. Yeah. Where, where where are we going? We're doing a lot of movement. We're taking a lot of trips. We spend a lot of money together. Like we're having a great time. What are we doing? Yeah, like what are we accomplishing? Because all of that stuff is shallow. That's yeah. that's stuff that's at the surface. And I'm not knocking any of those things. I want to take trips. Right, I want right. to take pictures on Instagram too. However, beyond that, there has to be a little bit more yeah, than I just a bunch of movement, right. but not that's still going anywhere. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I want to do all yeah. of that on a foundation. Absolutely, because if you don't have a foundation, when the storms of life come, um, that, that's when your foundation will be tested. I will be able to see what you built your foundation on when the storms of life happen. Yep. I, I was talking to um, a married couple uh, from the church that I grew up in. They've been married for, I think, about 25 years. And um, the guy said something to me that really, really struck a nerve. He said, I thought I loved my wife when I married her. I recognized that I did not, I did not even know what love was until about two years into our marriage. He said, because it's not until you marry somebody and y'all go through things together as a couple that y'all both have to overcome and y'all lock arms and y'all walk through that right. storm together. Right. And then you come out on the other side and you're like, I love this person. Like I, I do not want to do life without this person, but you're only able to do that with a strong foundation. Right. Cause if there's no strong foundation and the storms of life come, you, you, you don't want to lock arms with somebody like, I don't even like this person right. like that. Right. And like that's, that's important to me in a relationship. Like, okay, we can grow to love. But I don't want to just, I don't want to be 20 years in it and only love you and not like you. I want to love you and be like, I still just like you. Right. Like we're, we're still friends. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, look up and be like, we're still friends, yo. Absolutely. I think that's so good. Um, because when you were talking about like the storms of life coming, being able, you have to have a foundation um, in, in, able to, in order to like look to your partner or your person and be like, yo, we're on the same team. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're yeah. not fighting each other. We're fighting with each other. We are on the same team. We are fighting the adversary of our relationship, right? But we're right. not fighting each other. So I think that is um, so good. Like, that's so communication, um, being able to have a foundation, like, all or lack of, all of that shows up when a person yeah. is in a hole. And I... And, I've, I've, and I want to make sure that I specify and clarify something for um, for the listening audience. So check this out. A lot of times, let's say if you are a person and you've been cheated, like in every relationship, it ended because you were cheated on. Mm -hmm. When you hear relationships, storms of life, you your mind automatically goes, oh, another person. Right. No, no, no. Like there's so many more things that you would have to overcome right. in a relationship. So for prime example, let's say that if you are a person with that background. Every relationship that you've been in, there's been infidelity, there's been there's been dishonesty, there's been no trust. So in your mind, if you find somebody who's faithful, you think your relationship is whole right. because all you've known is brokenness mm -hmm. in one area. Mm -hmm. But what if you're what if the storms of life is somebody who's a poor communicator, mm -hmm. somebody who they're, they're faithful but they had issues and traumatic experiences in their childhood mm -hmm. and it shows up in their marriage, or you get married, you start having children together and you have different parenting. You have different means of how you parent your children. 
or what if you're married to somebody and there's a miscarriage and now you have to deal with your the, the emotions behind that traumatic experience that you have to go through together. So I want to make sure that I that I clarify that when we're speaking of relationships, you have to have a holistic approach to a relationship. Storms of life or opposition does not always mean another man or another woman. Like that's just one opposition there are other storms of like how do we manage our money together do we have a joint bank account do we have separate bank accounts do we have a joint bank account how much money are we putting into our joint bank account and then how much are we saving for like there's so many different layers to relationships which is why it is important that you like you said you have your your partner needs to be your friend like it's cool that we think that you know oh i think you're cute and you're attractive and we take the pick like that's great but there are so many different layers that have to be peeled back from a relationship. Right. How, how, how are you going to handle when both of y'all are working 40 hours a week, you have a child, you got to get them from daycare, help them with their homework. By the time you put them to bed, it's about nine o'clock, but are you saving enough time for just you and your partner to have right. intimacy? Like right. those are like real things that have to be discussed and thought about when you're talking about the holistic approach to a relationship. To a relationship. Most definitely. So good. So, so good. So, we are about to wrap up, Omar. Um, thank you so much for these points. Like, they were absolutely amazing. But before we wrap up, not only am I going to give you an opportunity to plug yourself, but every guy who is on the show um, for this series, I'm asking them the million-dollar question. So the million-dollar question is, what is a myth that women have, right, when it comes to relationships that you would like to bust? Um... I don't know how much of a myth this is for everybody, but I have, there are women who I have encountered who just honestly believe that, um, at some point all men cheat. And I, that's a lie. Mm-hmm. That's a myth. Um, I, I even hear it, um, I hate to say his name, but even when I listen to people like T.I., like mm-hmm. on the Breakfast Club or stuff like that, where they just point out this thing that, you know, if you're with a guy at some point, he's not going to always be with That's not true. Not true. Not yeah. True. So there was one myth that I could clear up. All men do not cheat. Thank you so much for clearing that up. You just freed somebody, Omar. <laughs> you just freed somebody. And you probably made the, her boyfriend feel so much better. <laughs> um, so thank you so much, Omar, for your wisdom, for just pointing to uh, my listeners. Uh, we appreciate you so much for trading spaces with us and just giving us your perspective and a guy's point of view um go ahead and take a few minutes plug yourself tell us what you have going on because you are a pretty dope dude so go ahead thank you i appreciate that um only thing i want to plug is just follow me on instagram at i am focused no ed just i am focused and um, be on the lookout for season two of this thing that I do called Focus Fridays. Um, there are webisodes that I put together that are about three to four minutes long where I just take a topic and I unpack it in a very funny way, but in a way that'll be productive and that'll add substance to your life and to your week. So follow me on, fo- on Instagram at I Am Focus, and there's where you will see the Focus Friday talks. Thank you so much, Omar. We appreciate you. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Yes, sir. It is Well Talk Monday, and I'm excited that you decided to tune in and meet me at the well, the well, the well. What am I going to talk about? And God again said, ask the people. 
the well, the well. I want to see y'all win. I want to see y'all well. God is going to use this platform and this space to address different things that our culture needs a fresh, godly answer about. The well, the well, the well.